It's universal and controversial here at the Academy. We are not qualified, but we are satisfied with the state of controversy. Welcome to the Controversy Academy. That one talking with Mariah. <laughs> and that one just talking with CJ. Hey, so episode four, big deal, big deal. Yes, it is episode four. Before we get into the controversies for today, I want to introduce a mini segment that we're going to be adding to our incredibly popular podcast. This is going to be kind of more of a comedic mini episode that'll be in between our bigger, longer episodes of controversy. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's uh, going to be fun. It's going to be impressions. So there's a lot of comedians and funny people out in the world that can do these impressions. You see them a lot on SNL or some bigger comedians where they do impressions of really big, famous people, well-known politicians. I'm not going to name names. And then sometimes they'll do things like, I believe, like Debbie Downer, who it's like an exaggerated version of somebody that everybody knows, right? We're going to be doing a lot of the somebodies that everybody knows. Yeah, we're not going to do famous people. No, we're not going to try and impersonate famous people. I feel like that we would have too much content. We can't do that. That's not a challenge. We're going to challenge ourselves by doing impressions of just your average Joe and Barbara. (laughs) We have a a lot of stories to tell. A lot. Through, yeah, we've met, everybody has met just people that are... In, they give you just an impression, you know, immediately, and then it, it lasts. And these could be, you know, people that you just bump into at the grocery store, or they could be people that just exist in your everyday life. But we all know people that are characters, and I want to shed a light on the average Joes and Barbers of the world. And what better way than this podcast? Yeah, I agree. All right, so now we're going to... Switch back into the controversies of today. Because that's that's why everyone is here. Well, yeah. And I figure also right now, it's my duty as a part of this podcast to let you know that Mr. Infinity Flame is going strong. He's he's continuing to strong arm it out in the garage with his Infinity Flame and his odd freckled friends. Sometimes you just need motivation. Yeah. I mean, it. I don't know. It's so, in this weird time that we're in in the world, I feel that you just walk outside your door and I think that everyone just kind of is looking for something to say about anything at this point. I know personally I've gone numb to a little bit of a lot. And so when I walk out my house, <laughs> when I walk out of my house and I see that infinity flame going, and that weird music I've never heard of before, I know that somebody is living life. Yeah, he, he's living the dream. Him and his friend just doing what they wanted to do. <laughs> they are doing absolutely just what they want to do. They don't give a fuck. None. I don't think. I, I mean, think maybe, they maybe they do. I guess maybe. we can't say for sure. Yeah. All uh, right, well, let's <laughs> hop in today's, today's controversy. I just thought, you know, Infinity Flame going strong, continuing to pump iron and slow 
slow, slow music. speed bag punch. It's very confusing. It's fun. It's, it's fun to watch. It's interesting. You know, you don't. You can't stare for too long. No. That's not okay. That's not appropriate. You can side eye for like two seconds and then quickly turn away as soon as they like notice you and then. That's it. You know, and then you pretend like that you live at like some other neighbor's house. Like you kind of so that <laughs> if they ever come and knock on your door and ask why the fuck you keep staring at them while they work out and. You know, infinity blank. Then they're gonna go to somebody else's house, <laughs> just, not yours. I think anyway. they want to motivate people. So just say you motivate me so much to be better. That's why I watch you. You're my motivation. Oh shit. Okay. I don't know about that, <laughs> but <laughs> we're gonna glide right into our controversy for today, which is the controversy of dating. Oh Uh-oh. my god. Buzzword. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, dating etiquette, uh, online, in person, just, just all, sh- all sorts of shit. Everything about like, dating, not everything. to be confused with relationships. Yeah, we're talking like not long, we're just talking about the beginning stage, like maybe first dates, second dates, maybe you've been dating for like a short few months, whatever. Anyway, we're going to hop on to it, and the first little topic I want to talk about is just the ways that people meet nowadays. I mean, not just like in the pandemic sphere, because that has kind of limited people a little bit, I think. Yeah. Uh, So I'm I'm talking about all the ways that in and outside of the pandemic, people do meet. Uh, So I know a big one that we're gonna have a lot to talk talk about is online dating, online. uh, Online could be dating dating apps. What yeah, the, did I you know say that. Tumblr? Yeah, I know. I meant, uh, <laughs> what, what's the one that starts with Tinder. Tinder? Tinder. I love that. Okay, so we're meeting chicks through <laughs> Tumblr now. <laughs> That's great. Okay, uh, so, uh, something is showing there. I don't know if it's age. I don't know if uh, I mean, we don't, we don't use those apps. No, we've never. I used. don't. Well, you don't. I don't, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess what the hell would you know? Yeah. But no, we don't. We know all about them. We know people have used online dating and dating apps, which do not be confused. They are two different things. That's the difference between, you know, an eHarmony or like Match.com or Christian Mingle <laughs> versus <Farmers> only. like, <laughs> oh yeah, oh my God, I love those commercials, Farmers Only. Their jingle is so great. Do you remember it? No, do you? You don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> really? Yep. You don't have to be lonely. FarmersOnly.com. Close enough. I really <laughs> have no idea. I've this is I don't I do not remember that, but it sounds right. I would sing it, but I appreciate mm-hmm. having people listen to our podcast. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> you make a strong case. Yes. So, talking about dating apps, there's like, there's Bumble, there's Tinder, there's Grinder. I heard of that. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that one. Uh, um, Match.com. Uh, well, that's not dating. No, yeah, that, that one's definitely online. Yeah. That is dating. What? Yeah, I, no, that's dating. It's not one of those apps, though. Well, I don't think, it, I think all of the online dating nowadays 
they have apps. I'm not sure. Okay. Don't quote me. I'm just going to assume because places like eHarmony yeah. and uh, Plenty of Fish and all these places, <laughs> they want. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, all of these places obviously probably have thought up the idea of, yeah, we need an app because... People aren't going to be going on their home computers. No. <laughs> I mean, this shit no. <laughs> it's not 1999. So, people are using apps. And, yeah, one of those apps happens to be Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, you're not going to live it down. Nope. Not, not a chance. And so, I have, I have friends who have used these apps. Now, I have had friends and family and people who have used these apps for different reasons all right okay uh (laughs) so i have a confession i met someone online a long time ago oh Uh, shit uh is this a marriage confession yeah yeah uh so (laughs) so i want to say 11 years ago uh junior in high school junior year um it was on uh, my yearbook, which became meetme.com. Wait, what? Yep. It, it was a website. What the? F- I've never heard of <laughs> So Why are you uh, telling this story? This is very vulnerable. It's, yeah, I know. Uh, it lasted a week. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe two. Never met her. Spicy. Uh, yeah, it was. I'm actually impressed that you only, that it was only a week. People get roped in. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I just wasn't feeling it. It felt it felt weird to me. Um, it just. Well, and you were just this dude inside of a turtle shell, yeah. and she was a whale. Uh, see, <laughs> <laughs> I that mean, sounds really wrong. <laughs> okay, so you're not wrong. Though. Well, this wasn't somebody you were like necessarily planning on meeting, right? Or was it? Uh, I don't know. You have to explain more. I'm very okay. confused as a listener. So, uh, so the only reason we stopped talking was because we just didn't sync well with each other. After like the first two days of talking, I realized <laughs> that okay. um, she was kind of an asshole. And oh, yeah. I had enough assholes in my life already uh-huh. and I didn't need another one. Yeah, I get you. So, so if yeah. she wasn't, maybe we would have met. But she was, so we, so we didn't, and that's my online that's dating That's your cautionary experience. tale. Yes. That's your cautionary tale. All right, well, I've had a friend who had used, well, friends, really, but in this specific situation, a good friend of mine used Tinder. Oh, oh Tinder. no. Okay. It, of course, there's stereotypes about Tinder that people are just on it for a quick bang mm-hmm. or a quick buck. I'm just saying. Or both. Or both. <laughs> I really don't know. Okay, so so Tinder and all of that was that's not true. That it there are stereotypes about oh, yeah. Tinder. I obviously have never used it, but my friend, you know, going into college, brand new. And she had a lot of people and a lot of peer pressure to be like, hey, you need to be out there and dating, which is also controversial. Should we be pressuring people to date? Uh, no, absolutely no. not. Yeah, I agree. No, no, no. And so 
and she felt that pressure, you know, and she, you know, she wanted to go out and date, but she had really been given a great opportunity for that, and so she's like, okay, I'm gonna try Tinder, and so she meets some people on Tinder, it's a little weird, I guess, uh, per her, you know, experience, it was right. weird, and then this guy asks her out on a date after they chat for, I don't know, maybe a few days, and then she's like, okay, I'm gonna go out on a date with this guy, and she does a kind of a smart thing where she has, you know, some friends or a friend, I'm not sure, drop her off at this date, you know, kind of like, we don't know who this guy is, maybe he's a serial killer. And I applaud that thinking, because there are serial killers out there. There are dangerous people. There's a lot, especially as a young woman. And so I do think that was smart. And so there, this woman was going to be waiting in the car for my friend, like, when she was done with her date or whatever. So she goes to meet the guy at the restaurant or wherever they were going on their date. And the dude doesn't show up. He straight up didn't show up and then had like ghosted her for days. I guess it's not ghosting when you come back, but he had been, he just like totally like dipped out. Didn't, who knows, maybe he did show up and he like walked up and then saw her, got too nervous and ran back to his car like, a jerk. Yeah. Or, or he never went, and he was just—I don't know. Maybe he had some social anxiety. I—I I don't want to jump to conclusions that the guy's an asshole, but I feel like that's not okay. Even if you had like social anxiety or whatever, just send somebody a message and just be like, "Oh, hey, I gotta cancel. I'm so sorry." And then that's that. But. You have to, like, be compassionate to the other person in the situation. In this case, my friend, who I feel so bad for that her experience dating in college, it pretty much started just on the wrong foot. And, yeah, and then the guy messaged her back days later, just being like, oh, hey, sorry, I overslept. Come what on. What are you, a fucking bear? You slept for how many fucking days? What the No fuck? way. Yeah, so anyway, blew my mind. She, I'm pretty sure, like, blocked the guy, deleted the app, was like, this shit isn't for me. Yeah. And I get it. Absolutely. How I fucking mean, disheartening. That's a horrible thing to happen, but I feel like with online dating, you don't know the person at all beforehand. I mean, it's inviting that kind of stuff. Well, and then there's also, like, she went on there and she's going on it for like what I would say more kind of pure, innocent intentions of like literally I just want to go and meet somebody. I want to go on a date. Nothing weird or malice about it. Right. And she would get sometimes too like weird creepos like who would start out talking to her and it was fine and then would say fucking creepy shit. Or people that would just send her just straight out the bat like a fucking creepy like thing. Yeah. You know, like and a I mean, weird sentence, pickup line. I don't know what they thought they were doing, but just nasty gross. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so I think yeah, people are just like that. But I think that Tinder has, and, and these other dating apps have gotten a very bad rap because there are so many nasty trolls on them. They're just like people that are on there to just make people uncomfortable. I, I don't know. It's ugh. But what about pros to online dating, meeting someone online first to date? Is there anything good about it? <laughs> well, I think that you could say, I don't know. 
I that's a hard question. Yeah. Being somebody who, you know, I met you through my sister. Like you guys were friends. You had met through a mutual friend. Like you met at a mutual friend's birthday party and then the first time that you guys were all going to hang out, I I kind of hang out. I hung out too. I was there. And so that's how I met you. And that felt very natural and organic. And so it's hard for me to be like, oh, well, um, have, have like a strong opinion about it. I think the, the positives of, you know, going through an app or online could potentially be um, more specific to like women or, um, you know, people of color, uh, trans people, whatever. Because when you, you need to vet people sometimes. Right. I think as a, as a woman in today or any number of minority or oppressed, you know, group of people, it's scary today. I think it's really scary today. And so when you do have the option to meet somebody online, you can kind of uh, get to talking before you actually show up and you can kind of use a little bit of discernment and, you know, kind of feel them out a little bit. However, it's also incredibly easy to lie online. Yeah. So that's, there's a pitfall to that, you know? Absolutely. And it's not just lying. It's like, you could ha- you could put whatever fucking name you want on these dating profiles, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I don't know, but I'm just going to spitball that one. And so and you could probably not lie about a number of things. And there are people that are incredibly charming over a keyboard <laughs> um, and can say whatever the fuck they think you want to hear. And then, you know, you get reeled into a date with some total creep, some crazy person or whatever. So I think that there could be a pro to it. But I also think the pitfall is at least when you're meeting somebody organically and naturally in like through a party, through friends, through whatever situation, that at least you you're you're not lied to immediately, at least. Right. Not that you know. People can still lie and be manipulative just in their everyday authentic, well, quote-unquote authentic life. However, it's less common, you know. Yeah, speaking of meeting through a friend, um, blind dates is almost in that same realm. You don't really know the person beforehand. Um, Maybe know a little based off the person setting you up. Um, I feel like I'm a strong supporter of blind dates. Um, assuming you can trust the person who set you up, uh, you trust the judgment, and it's not just like a friend of a friend of a doctor of, of his vet's friend. <laughs> doctor's vet's friend. <laughs> all right, all right. That was, I could not follow that, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> but I, I, I'm on the fence about that. I think it could be... So dating's awkward, just yes. in general. Yeah. I think if you don't even get over, like, I think when you ask somebody out or somebody asks you out, like, in person, or maybe you've met them in person, they ask you out over text or phone call or whatever they do, I think then at least you kind of get over the awkwardness before your date a little bit. I think once you then get on this date, it's going to be weird, you know, you don't really know what you're getting into. Like, again, it could be really weird, awkward, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what their expectation of you is, and you don't know what to expect of them, and it's just a, it's weird. So, 
I think that blind dating could be really good. I think more people should be open to blind dating. Right. I think a lot of people rely on things like dating apps or online dating when, you know, blind dates could happen a lot more. And even if you have a lot of bad days through blind dates, I mean, first of all, I don't think that's going to happen. You might not click with somebody, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad yeah. date, I guess. I just think, yeah, like, if, if you have, like, a really good friend or a relative or somebody you know who wants to set you up with somebody, and, yeah, you're you're in the market, you know, <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that at all. I agree. It, 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 yeah, I think it's more, I think it's a little bit more safe than a dating app or whatever. Because you have people vetting for this other person, and you trust the person that's vetting them. Right. Um, kind of in the same realm of blind dates, in the fact you don't know the person is speed dating. Oh, shit. Speed dating. Speed dating. Uh, what, two minutes to talk, I think? You know, I don't know. What, yeah, yeah. I think it's like a thing that happens at bars a lot. And yeah. I mean... I feel like more people would go to make fun of the experience rather than try to meet somebody. Really? Or yeah. is that just you? That's just me, maybe. Okay. I think maybe people would go for the experience just in general. Like, okay, this could be fun, you know? Maybe not, yeah, as seriously as if it was like a blind date, uh, you know? I mean, you could argue. But speed dating's funny. I've obviously never done that. I mean, maybe that's not obvious. Okay, it's not obvious. <laughs> I've never done speed dating. The idea, it sounds like a funny experience. Like, if I hadn't met you or whatever, and that was something that that, that experience kind of fell into my life somehow, mm -hmm. just like it does, um, I, I probably would have, that would be funny. That would be hilarious. I think I would come up with some, uh, well, maybe they make you ask certain questions. I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, from what I see on TV is <laughs> what you, said. This you is just incredible, guys. talk about yourself. And if you want to know more about the person, I think you approach them after. I think it's more like when you're uh, like at an auction. <laughs> you know, if you really want them, you like put their number up. Yeah. I think that's something like that, except less creepy. And like you go up to the concierge or the host or, or hostess, I don't know, <laughs> um, host I, and you, you like give them a sheet that's filled out with like the, the, the name or the, uh, maybe they might wear numbers or shapes or colors. I don't, I don't know. And you, you give them an identification for the person like say it was like you really liked number seven and you like you want a, a side of number 13 <laughs> and so then you go up to the to the person who's the handler i don't know like where do they bring i don't okay whatever so they go up to the handler concierge host eye and then they tell them i like these people and maybe that person also put you on their like little order list then y'all get to hook up. I don't know. Not hook up, but maybe it's something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. No idea. We're not dating um, right now. We don't know. Like, 
Um, like we said, one qualified, but was satisfied. Yeah, with yeah. being just totally unknowledgeable about this. Um, so, <laughs> go ahead. Well, I was going to say, there are just okay, us kind of like leaning into the speed dating thing, but also just like questions. So when you go out on a date, what kind of questions should you expect to be asked or should you expect to ask? You know, is there anything too forward or too weird to ask? Or, like, how, how does that work? What, what's your thoughts on that? So I think a common one is asking what they do for a job. Uh, and Yeah. Yeah, and why they wanted to do that or how they got into that profession. Mm, yeah, that's such a boring-ass question. Yeah, I think, okay, I think it's funny well, interesting. When people go out on dates and they're immediately like, they're so fucking tired of dating. They're just like, listen, this is going to last five minutes if you don't answer these questions right. Okay. Do you want to get married? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want kids? Yes or no? What's your income? What's the range? Circle it. Pass the sheet over to me. Uh-huh. Okay, no. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I find that so funny. Have Just you seen that? straightforward, blunt, what? Have you seen that? Well, in movies. Of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there are people like that. Like, yeah. Not, not just movies or whatever. But there are people that they get so fed up with dating, but they do want to find somebody that they just get like... Um, What's the word? What's the word? Uh, I'm looking for it. I'm cooking for it. Can you uh, tell me? Did the they just uh, get that feeling with? Uh, what? I don't know. I'm <laughs> trying to look at you for cues you've, and. You've had a little too many shots. Okay. Uh, that didn't make sense grammatically either. A little too many. Does it? Maybe it does. Who knows? Anyway, yeah, there are people that just get fed up. They get um, impatient, mm -hmm. and they just are like. I just need to, I need to fit in some dates, but I don't want to deal with people. Right. Which is like kind of defeats the purpose of dating a little bit. That kind of ties back to should people need to date? Should people feel pressured to date? I don't think people should feel pressured to date. I don't think people should feel pressured to do anything. I don't like that. I think it's gross. <laughs> it's <laughs> nasty. I think that's another topic for another day because I disagree with with that statement well, to feel pressured yeah I, I don't think it's good I think that people should feel like people need to do certain things but I don't like peer pressure that's, that's okay. what I'm talking about yeah, I, agree. I don't want people to pressure other people into a should war of I should be doing this or I should be doing because uh -oh. you're gonna have people coming at you in all sorts of ways telling you that you should be doing this and somebody else disagree no you should be doing that no you're not doing enough of this what's wrong with you you know I don't like that I think it's I think it's gross I don't like it at all I think those people should shut their traps <laughs> okay that's what I think okay yeah uh, yeah that's how I feel but also, yeah, if you feel like pressured, I, I'm using that in, as a negative connotation. Okay. Like you're feeling like 
maybe guilt or shame for like not not okay guilt is okay but like shame for not doing something or like you're less than or you're weak or you're not good enough or what you're doing isn't enough or you aren't enough I don't like any of that and I think dating is one of those things where it's like uh, that's optional people don't have to date you know just because we dated and we liked it and we thought it was great for us doesn't mean it's for everyone and not everybody at every point in their life should be dating or should feel a pressure to date you know I think that there's a lot of pressure on young people to date because when we connotate like when we think about what dating is we're always picturing people in you know high school and in their 20s and 30s we're not picturing older folks we're just picturing the youngins because that's who we pressure to date you know and not only is the pressure on them it's it is pressure for what to expect on a date like yeah should the man pay uh is there gonna be something after physical contact um so there's a lot put on them that they might feel like they have to follow what people say. Yeah, now that that gets into some serious stuff. But yeah, the, I think that there is a pressure too for people when they do date on what to expect and what not to expect out of the other person. Like, oh, we've been on three dates. That means that we should fuck. I don't like that. No. No, I don't think that, that you should or shouldn't. That's disgusting. Like, why would you pressure some? Like, I don't know. It's not based on... The number of dates, it's based on your comfort and yeah, your comfort how you feel yep. when you connect with this person. Yeah, whatever the fuck you want to do, man, you know? Yeah. And that needs to be, like, like consent all around, you know? Oh, just yeah. Just a big, giant consent stamp, just like, tch, tch, tch. yeah, we can't be, yeah, expecting. Sign some documents, get notarized. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That should be required. <laughs> it should be like a notary at every bar, you know, like if you're going out. Like, you two leave it together? Mm-hmm. Okay, bitch. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> come on over here. You know, I'm going to see how drunk you are. Are you really drunk? Have you been roofied? Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, yeah, there are a lot of weird expectations um, for people. I think that, I think a lot of women feel pressure to be or do or wear something or whatever, say something or act a certain way on dates. And I don't know. I think it's similar for for guys too or for really literally anyone in the dating world, any group. I think it's really hard and there are a lot of strange pressures put on people that they're controversial. They shouldn't be. Consent should be 100% every time. You should never expect uh, somebody to ever just like, you know, do something physical with you because you, well, I've took you, I've taken you on this many dates, you know, don't you owe me something? Oh, owe me. Oh, yeah. Me. Well, oh, that's man. what it would feel like, right? You know, if somebody's pressuring that and then you kind of turn it down and then they get, you know, uh, abrasive or... Like, I think I have a right to do this with you. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, like that entitlement, yeah. you know. Or... It makes you feel weird, like, if you want to date with somebody and they want to 
to pay, they want to pay, they want to pay, and then later on down the road, they're kind of, you know, maybe a few dates in, they're starting to pressure you physically out of, like, nowhere, and they get that entitlement on, well, well, you know, I paid for those dates. Might not be the person for you. For anyone. For anyone. Well, maybe. I guess there's somebody for anyone. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if that's unfortunate. It's interesting. It's controversial. So another really interesting thing here is like locations for dates. Like when we're when you're choosing to go out on a date with somebody, choosing like a location on where you're gonna have this date, that's kind of controversial too a little bit. Like should you have an active date, like where you're roller skating or hiking or biking or doing something where you're moving versus a date where you're sitting down at a table or a date where, like, you meet up at someone's house or, you know. So I think it depends on how you met and how well you know them. If you are going on a blind date, maybe hiking, uh, roller skating, physical stuff might not be the best option because you don't know what their capabilities are. So I would say maybe a movie, um, uh, semi, semi-casual, semi not too casual, dinner, um, stuff like that, where you get to know them a bit better before possibly going on those kind of dates. Yeah, I think, um, I think an active date is actually a really good idea for a first date, and this is why. Because it takes the pressure off having to stare at somebody across the table from you and think of... What the fuck you want to ask them? You know, it takes the pressure off of that entirely. And then you get to get used to just being around them, you know. And it doesn't have to be like roller skating, biking, hiking. It could be an active date that's not necessarily, you know, in high intensity. And, of course, asking about that, too. I, I think people aren't usually afraid to admit their ability level at least people that I have known who do have like a disability and it's harder for them to do those things it's usually like the person that's able-bodied that feels weird about asking to do those things when really the person that has maybe an issue doing them is probably going to be pretty straightforward on their ability You know, um, and so I think there's a lot of things, but I, I would also argue that like going to a movie is kind of an active date in regards to the fact that, yeah, you're sitting, you're sitting on your ass for sure. You're just, you're hugging the couch. Right, right. And so, but there's no pressure to talk. You shouldn't be talking in a movie, right? So you're sitting there. And then after the movie, you have this whole conversation. You can just talk about the movie. You don't have to talk about, you know, anything else. And then you're going to get to know that person just through maybe their commentary on the movie and their sense of humor or whatever. Maybe they'll hear stories. Maybe they'll have anecdotes. I don't know. I don't know their intellectual level. But maybe you'll get into more deep and interesting conversations and it takes the pressure off of you from having to come up, you know, you're just sitting there and it's quiet, you know, at some restaurant. Even if it's casual, you're just kind of sitting there in yeah. between ordering and your food coming. It would be weird. I would argue that 
the restaurant gives you more time to get to know the person. The what? The restaurant gets you more time to get to know the person. Um, a movie date, although fun, um, you don't get as much time to learn about each other. Um, maybe during that time, you find out that it's not a good idea to continue dating. Uh, maybe you find out it is. Well, I mean, on a first date, that's you're going to find that out one way or another. But I would also say you're not going to find out the best representation of a person on their first date. Like, I'm sorry, that's not happening. You're not really figuring out the person truly. What, you're, what you are seeing is that person incredibly uncomfortable, incredibly nervous, maybe. This is just me. In, in feeling maybe pressured or weird, awkward. You're not seeing that person necessarily for who they are as a well-rounded person. Okay. You know, it would be, you'd have to be making a lot of assumptions about them to choose that, oh, you know, we went on one, you know, date and uh, it was awkward, so, eh, you know. Yeah, maybe it was awkward. But think about how you felt and think about, well, maybe they felt very similar. And maybe some people handle awkwardness better than others. And maybe <laughs> we shouldn't judge people, you know, and assume things mostly. You can judge them. But you need more facts than just one date. Okay. I can, I can agree with that. Yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, you just feel them out, like, you go on a date where you don't, you're not forced into some uncomfortable conversation and you're just around that person for a period of time, you know? Right. You get used to their company without the pressure of having to ask them if they want children in five years. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like um, on first dates, if you have enough, you start comparing them to other dates you've had and... Uh, that can go bad. I mean, let's say you're on a date and you're just like, man, I went on like five dates this week and this is like the worst. Or if they say, hey, this is the best, you're still thinking like five dates. They went on five dates already. Okay, so is this The Bachelor? Or The Bachelor? Who the fuck goes on five dates in a week? Someone who that's, wants to find that's someone. That's the woman that is asking people for their income level and then crossing them off the list. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's the woman that's going on five dates a week or somebody on like The Bachelor, The Bachelor. It could be two, it could be two, it could be three. But honestly, I have no idea what I'm talking about right now. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna pass back over and uh, just gonna forget that I mentioned five dates a week. That's a lot, that's insane. That's a lot, it's really a lot. And I think I think we can kind of cap this off with a dating during a pandemic. Oh, that's tough. I bet. I, I hear that a lot of people are actually dating during a pandemic. I'm not sure how. I'm assuming it's through the apps, right? It's how would apps. you even do that, though? I mean, except well, they got the apps, of course. I would say Skype dating, but that's so, like, 2019. That's so, so 2020, dates. January. Oh, my <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah. So I'm thinking people are probably doing Zoom. Some sort of Zoom dating. I mean, I feel sure. like I don't know, but I bet most dating apps have a video chat option. Oh, I seriously hope not. Why? Because of creeps. 
I mean, like a request. You can't just put your screen on somebody yeah, else's screen. Yeah, and then if somebody says, yeah, like, ooh, I talked to them, like, twice, and then you go on and somebody has their, like, wiener in your face. Like, I don't like that. <laughs> I feel Maybe like... somebody likes that. I don't fucking like I feel like, like if you're going to video chat somebody, um, if they don't have it, you'll just use Zoom or something. So there's no harm in an app having it already? I think there is. Okay. Okay. Because then if you do like Zoom, then you're kind of giving over more private information. Like your Zoom account kind of like whatever information. I guess I could probably search it. I don't know. I'm still a Skype person. Yeah. So I'm really out of touch. I just think. Eh, okay. Eh. Okay. But yeah, dating in a pandemic. Um, that's dangerous. Just dangerous. Dangerous. You don't know you, if you can't meet them. You don't know who they are, honestly. Well, but also it's a fucking pandemic. Don't Keep meet them. Keep your saliva to yourself and to the inner part of your face mask. <laughs> yes, because um, you don't know where they've been. Uh, you're not checking their um, the journal to see who them? they met. You can't you can't trace them unless they're tracing themselves and they give you a rundown. And even then, it's it's not well, a good how many idea. Other Fucking people have they like seen during yeah, the pandemic? Yeah, I tell you yeah. what, if they aren't afraid to meet you, they've probably met other people. Yeah, I'm assuming probably. Probably. Yeah. Well, I don't think they should be afraid to meet somebody. It's just kind of common sense. Like people are really trying to social distance. People are really trying to take this seriously, and some people aren't. And I think those people are canoodling. Is that a word? Ah, uh, it is now. <laughs> It's whatever we want. It's our podcast. Just canoodle. No, don't really, for real. Don't. You uh, can talk, chit chat, whatever. Honestly, do whatever you want, but. Highly advise. It might don't be canoodle. our next cautionary tale. No Netflix and chill. It's Netflix and Zoom. Uh huh. We can do Netflix and Zoom. Yeah, I think that. Uh, that sums it up. In yeah. our next podcast, we're going to do just like a mini. Um, episode i'm not sure how long it's going to be 10 15 minutes it's going to be pretty pretty concise but we're going to be doing our impressions okay i'm not sure what we're going to do we've got a lot we've got a whole lineup of impressions for you so be on the lookout for that yeah and uh as always that's our controversy and we hope you enjoyed our opinion on something that we can have opinions about absolutely so Thank you and goodbye.